Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Kleiner's Cravenarium. Hello, cast. Hello. Yeah, virtual background. Hello. I do that, so we won't we won't do that anymore. Uh, I want to welcome everybody back to part three or of chapter one, the drowned, and we are continuing this uh, original campaign by the Bardic College with most of our cast. Unfortunately, Cyrus Boone um, is uh, unavailable for this evening, so for the next two shows, because we record two at a time, you won't see him tonight. But that's okay. We're gonna. <laughs> We're going to hurt him for it. So that's what we normally do. Um, we started oh, off with little things okay. like diarrhea, stomach bugs. Then it became much more severe as people miss shows. It's like, okay, you want to mess around? That's fine. Mess around. We don't play that game here. So anyway, but welcome back. And uh, players, uh, it's been a couple weeks, but nice to see everybody again. I know we're recording this for everybody, so they see it in the right order, you know, and week by week. But how's everybody been? Good? Yeah. Good. 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 Welcome back. Welcome back. Um, Just we last left Ducky. Oh, there you go. Mercy Clark kicking in a little bit of channeling a little bit of that Catherine Ross <laughs> right there. Just, <laughs> just that 14 year old girl already. Jaded no, that's and, just. Yeah. No, that's just that's just Lauren. Like, you know, just keeping it real. I was giving you that character thing that you were already jumping in because you're such a professional oh. and you're oh. always, you know, when Thank the mark you. is, when you hear action, you're in, you know, you're going, you're Kate Winslet type just on it. Um, but if that's, if that's Lauren, <laughs> that's Lauren. No problem. So when we last left the team, they had discovered quite a bit of information uh, from their first investigation wow. and foray into uh, Chipping Norton. Uh, they discovered some events that had happened. So this has been going on since the 1500s. These drowning incidents that are just very bizarre. Things that don't make a lot of sense. They don't seem all interconnected except that people drowned or livestock is drowned. But they're not sure, like different locations around town. Uh, they also found a Roman coin. And when they came out of the house where the body was being held, they, uh, it, at the veterinary's residence, when they came out and walked down the street, the horse and cart, Max, their psychic horse that basically leads Kleiner's Cravenarium, the circus, was across the street in the field waiting for them, which is really odd. Max normally stays close to the circus. So um, it is getting a little bit later in the day. So it's past noon by the time they're able to do the autopsy and get everything cleaned up. So Sophie definitely has to get back and start prepping for her, her performance, make sure the stage is correct. And there's other responsibilities at the circus. So I think we're going to pick up their gang uh, on the way back to the circus, unless anybody has any last minute things or they want to run somewhere or hither or tither real quick. Um, but you're a couple miles outside of town. The, the lane was about two and a half miles from the center of Chippy Norton. So uh, everybody okay just jumping on board the hearse and heading back to the circus grounds? Absolutely, especially if Sophie needs to get ready. We want to yeah. make sure she's nice and limber and ready to go. Yeah, Sophie's stressing out. She's like, "Listen, I'm, I'm here for the cause, but I have, I want to make money tonight. I got to show, Mama got to perform. I have, I have a show. I want tips. I, I need to eat. Um, so the circus <laughs> takes care. The circus takes care of us. <laughs> Robin before we leave so I don't want to oh. leave him here yeah. oh you don't okay yeah I didn't I, know if you wanted him to oh. come to you come back yeah, later I, no well no I think we're good I don't think we're gonna have to come back later and I don't want to leave him by himself so okay I I got you makes sense so you uh you're able to get uh bring Robin or go and pick Robin up again so listeners one of the things that was weird about the first two episodes is normally Yasina has to go into a somewhat catatonic state for her puppets to move. But we saw 
very early in the show that her puppets seem to be able to move sometimes on their own, which was a shock to everybody in the troop. So mm -hmm. we'll find out more about that as we go. Um, as far as limbering up Sophia, uh, Steiner, as a military man, are you thinking run over with a horse? Are you thinking put between two cannons and fire? What, what, what's your limbering method for a normal? <laughs> Why are we asking Steiner <laughs> and not... Not the I, performer, because he just seems concerned with her health and her well-being. Mm -hmm. That's all. I don't want to get it's run right. over by a horse. <laughs> just tie her I'm just wondering why you know? the sharpshooter is concerned about um, the Sophie's ballerina's limberness. limberness? Well, well, yeah, gross. like why is he like he cares? I just care. That's all. I just I'm a caring guy. It just that's it matters so to me. Sweet of you. Let's Marty. Mel is Mel is doing the Kate Winslet today. Look at her. Look at her stretching. So, he's the Prussian <laughs> with feels. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> he's that really down to earth, loving Prussian. Not the <laughs> not the not the hard man they normally I, produce. I, I didn't claim to be Prussian. I'm going to be clear on that one. <laughs> Sorry, my, I I assumed. My bad. All right, Steiner Broom. Not South of Glasgow too. Right. Right. <laughs> All right, so Max, uh, everyone boards up wow. upon Max, and um, Kle Kleiner is there, right? In his desiccated, emaciated, uh, tight faced, almost like a Peruvian mummy look, just kind of all hunched over with his top hat. And as soon as the last person boards and shuts the door, it's amazing that nothing happens. Max doesn't move, Max stays. So the Kleiner is just holding on to the reins, mm -hmm. which are cup, you know, just draped into his hands because you've got him all set up like, you know, with pins and rods and nails to keep him in place since he's been dead for so long. But the horse doesn't move for quite some time. And then finally, unless anybody jumps out of the cart to talk to Max, he's, he will start to walk away. But it's like a good two, three minute delay. Like Max seems, normally he knows what to do and he doesn't seem like he wants to leave this area yet, but he does begin to slowly trot and, you know, pull himself away. Should we check on him? Uh, you you can. You, you have about two minutes before he was, he's going to move. But yeah, he seems just to have this long pause. And it's, you know, normally he's he's all business. I mean, he's not fast. But once everybody's loaded, he knows to go and do his thing. But this time he's mm -hmm. staying. So uh, I'll stick Robin out the window. <laughs> Always good for Max. Yeah. And I'll be like, Max, Max, are you okay, Max? <laughs> He looks back, his one good eye, not quite as milky as the other because he looks like he's a hundred, kind of just looks at Robin and <laughs> shakes his head like no, looks forward again, looks around. You see him kind of, Robin gets this, like Max kind of freezes for a second and then <sighs> starts walking. Maybe something he felt past. Hmm. Maybe he's sensing it's clear. You just don't know. But again, normally Max brings you to where there's a problem. And it's it's a it could be a big radius. It could be a part of the city. It could be like Chippy Norton. Um, but this field for some reason mm -hmm. gave him gave him a moment's pause, but he's moving now. So I want to keep my eyes open on the road. Okay. Um, uh, we know that we can see Vossen, correct? That is you can, yep. We can see Vossen. So I'm just going to keep my eye out for something, un for anything unusual. That's what right. I want to look for. 
unusual. We still haven't gone to the farm, folks. So there is still a little, there is a thread left mm -hmm. untugged at this mystery. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, let's keep our eyes, especially in that direction. I, I want to keep myself looking in all areas just to make sure that I'm not missing anything. Okay. Uh, let's see what we got. Why don't you go ahead and make me is there... a... I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, um, is there anything like a fence post or a boulder or like Max stopped near this specific thing as opposed to just the field? That way we can come back and like investigate a little bit in that specific area. Yeah. So the where the only the only that's a great question. The only thing that seems to be uh, in the area that would prompt you to think it may have been why he put, chose this spot to stop it's at the end of the drive hmm. to the house to the doctor's house okay you know, where, so gotcha. whatever yeah so maybe it's the body maybe it's something else that's out there that was missed you don't know but right now with the time crunch you know he kind of paused but then realized okay i guess we're moving on and he just began to move on uh steiner go ahead and make me an observation empathy roll please Observation, absolutely. Uh, okay, so three. That's with your empathy? Uh, yeah, as with my empathy. So okay. I didn't say I was good at it. I'm just going right. to do it. So zero, none. You can tell he's, he's a sharpshooter that just kind of hones in exactly where he needs to be at that moment. Like, you know. It's got to be like that big. Otherwise, I don't see it. So Flip. Zero. I, watch me shoot the quarter out of the air. All right, do it again. Wait, yeah. I'm not, I wasn't ready. <laughs> oh, none, zero. So... All right. So yes, the uh, while looking around, nothing appears to be way out of place. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, it's just it just looks like a road. Yeah. Uh, Chippy Norton, yada yada. Uh, okay, so you arrive back at the circus. The circus is uh, several alleyways that all lead back to either the ticket booth, and it's not like they're trying to control access in and out of the of the circus. It's kind of impossible on these county fairs. What the ticket booth does is it allows you access into the shows and the big tents. So eventually some, you, I mean, you can wander and you can look at the small side shows, but if you really want to see anything big, you got to buy a ticket. Uh, there's also ticket purchases a, a, being able to be done outside of like certain side acts where maybe they have like an internal thing, like come see the mysterious goat headed boy, you know, that kind of thing. Most of the axe incliners are standard traditional kind of axe. They are not things that are going to blow your mind as far as, I mean, because again, it's a circus. So he has a lot of those, you know, the, the, the lady in the spider web that looks like she has a spider body, but it's a fake, it's a graft. But there are a few other freaks. There are a few other entertainers, we should say, that are very prevalent, that are incredibly good. And tonight, mm -hmm. going up with Sophie in the main tent is a man by the name of let me add him to the stage Sir Edgar Houghton and Sir Edgar Houghton is known as the detached man oh. he can remove apparently his head from his shoulders and place it on a stick and continue to talk so he's tonight's other big draw so, Sophie, whatever ballet you're going to do, make it big, because that detached man is pretty special, right? I was going to say, but can he <laughs> perform a ballet? Well, I don't probably know if he's going not. to be able to do a deep, uh, a, a deep pile. Like, he'll probably, pile, he's probably, his head would fall off the stick. 
But uh, yeah, viewers. So that is Sir Edgar Houghton, and Edgar Houghton, he's he's a special he's a special guy. The way he does, yeah, you can see he's um. This is an yeah photo photo. So this is uh, the other big draw this evening in the tent. Uh, you have a tight wire act, Sophie, that's going to go off around the same time. So when you get when everybody gets back, Mosley, Jacob Mosley, who is the ringleader of the circus is uh is there and he starts talking about the lineup and he sees everyone come back and he's like oh there you are there you are wondering where max got off to um good evening good evening everyone um uh, sophie it's you know what night it is it's a special night for you girl i can't wait to get up on the stage oh always opposite sir edgar never a disappointment oh the crowds love you especially the children can't wait to see how they react Shitty little town this is, but you know it's a burg. But that's okay. We're we're here. Max brings us where we need to be at any given time. Uh, the tight walk, uh, the tight act is also going to be on. We're going to try something a little different tonight. Maybe thought while you were doing your presentation, have her walk across the the wire at the same time. You know, no nets tonight. What do you think? I think as long as she doesn't fall on me, that won't be a problem. The chat. It's a well, the surface area of the tent is rather, the ground is pretty big. Fall, maybe. On you, probably not. <laughs> Sophie in her head is thinking because of the curse, because she's 25. <laughs> right. And the women in her family die at 40, and in her head she's thinking, okay, I have a good 15 years, mm. so I think I should be How okay long have you been with Kleiners? That's none of your concern, <laughs> young lady. Long enough to be. Yeah, I'm, I'm just wondering. <laughs> about I'm just five wondering years. if it's is it the full fifteen? Well, oh, okay. So you still got time. I've I joined when I was twenty. It's right. been about five years. Oh, okay. So, so I'm gotcha, twenty-five. Gotcha. So also, um, could, so I would love to know what the ep the, the headstone would say. Here, here, here lies Sophie Devereux crushed under another woman like how does, i don't know how that would play out well, the <laughs> well part of the lore of her family is that um you know how like families have um like the, the family bible that has like the family tree in it sure um there's a version of that where it's all of the women in her family and how they died it's kind of how they keep track you know some mm -hmm. of them are normal like died of disease had a heart attack others are got run over in the street mm -hmm. by a cabbage cart you know beautiful normal ways <laughs> oh my cabbages um <laughs> all right so uh yes so you're mercy Sophie, you're pipes up um hearing yep. hearing that oh sorry um hearing that um sophie ha may have some concerns that there is going to be something new about the act um mercy pipes up um sophie dear um i volunteer to sit in your audience and i can let you know if she's falling <laughs> Would you like mercy? me to warn you if that were to happen? I would love that, Mercy. Nothing would make me feel safer. Grand. Thank you. Perhaps you should have a code word. It should be something along the lines of, ah! Maybe. All right. Just a thought. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Look! I was thinking, um, out. Look out. out. The code word is going to be splat. <laughs> yeah, not, um... It's so good of you, Mercy, to keep an eye on Sophie. I, I, I don't appreciate any of this. 
Um, all of these just. How are you going to know I'm if she's nearly up to fall on me? Right. How are you? Going Everyone to know? else in the audience will go. <gasps> oh, and that you think that's going to be just Everyone enough else time? For... And then I will tell you. <laughs> okay, so you know Maritz, in Maritz is, as you as you come into the main area of the tent, and everyone's doing their stuff, <laughs> getting ready. Um, um, Maritza Stanislau is already walking on the tight wire, and she says, "Oh, Sophie." She says, I am going to be up here above you tonight. Yeah. So much fun. I'm so excited. She turns. She sees her almost fall. And then she turns to look to whoever is near her. We'll say it's Mercy again. And I. Why and wouldn't she it goes, be? Please be in the audience this evening. I, Even if you can't warn me in time, I think it would be nice to have. A friendly face to be the last thing I see before I perish untimely. Good God, that's that's a lot of that's a lot of stuff to worry about. Um, mm. Also, so Mercy they also puts bring her in... little hand on. Oh, that's okay. Go ahead. Mercy puts her little hand on Sophie's shoulder. I'll pray for you. That strangely does not bring Sophie comfort, and, you know. but she pats her hand anyway as uh thank you. I Couldn't know that's all why. you can offer me. <laughs> Excellent. I'm going to have a woman walking yeah. over me on the tightrope. I'll be there. You'll be I'll have some popcorn. It'll be good. Be a good time. Uh, how we support one another in the circus. I have circus. a bad feeling I'm going to fade Dawson it tonight. <laughs> it's just going to be a fade Dawson. Um, the other thing that's happening, uh, and Steiner, you and Yasina kind of sense it first because of Mercy and Sophie having the dialogue. The back of the tent is is kind of lifted up. Um, the, the, you know, they, they stake them in, but they can also pull the back to let some animals and stuff in. And the geek cage is backed up into the area. And the clown that you know as Barbaletto, who is the circus's geek, um, he is here and he's inside the cage and he's all in the corner and just rocking. Um, J Jacob Mosley says, also thinking about Barbaletto. Just um, just in case we need to uh, take things in a different direction. Want him close by. Always seems to, you know, if the... If the crowd isn't going the way of culture, we can always give them a little bit of the gruesome. I'm going to walk over to the cage because I like Barbalota. Do you? <laughs> I do. <laughs> he always watches over my catatonic body. <laughs> Barbaletto would, yeah. Okay, so for people that don't know and are not as familiar with uh, 1800s circuses or circuses at the turn of the century, the geek is the eater. He is the one that consumes... A lot of things uh, for his act, like he'll eat a live chicken. Um, they can throw him, you know, he'll bite into anything, chew on glass. Um, geeks are a little bit strange, mm. and they are not, they're, normally, they're not even allowed in some countries. You can't even present a geek. But the locals here feel this is a good, you know, he feels like the, these locals may need a little something to jazz it up, bring it a little bit more to the dark side. Right. So they'll, they have him here. If he comes out when I'm performing, so help me Christ. Okay. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. 
That's when <laughs> Jacob Mosley turns. Mosley, are you going to? Yeah, your lag must be a little um, weird. Mosley, was You're your intent? To... Go ahead, Lauren. I'm yeah. Uh, I... No, I. sorry. I don't know what's up with my leg. Um, Mosley, when were you intending to release um, Barbaletto? When Maritz is on the tightrope? Or Sophie's doing something bendy and foul and dangerous? Are we intending to shock them too? Is Edward going to drop his head? Mercy, Barbaletto is only in case things, as I said, the culture isn't there, that the punt, the punters aren't being excited enough by classical dance and a tightrope act. Then we can drag something into the center of the one of the rings and just let Barbaletto kill it. Um, oh, options. So it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Right. <laughs> It'll be fine. The, be uh, fine. The, the front of the tent opens up and one of the circus hands says, Jacob, Jacob, there's a gentleman here to see you. And as he starts walking, everybody make me a check on their listening skill. So it would be, I think in this one, it's also under, let's call it, I don't say vigilance. Yeah, let's use vigilance for tonight. See how vigilant everybody was paying attention. So logic and vigilance, please. Goose egg. Another goose egg for the Steiner. Yeah. No, no, and no. On fire tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Let me shoot, boss. <laughs> put, put me in, coach. I'm ready. <laughs> Hold still. Anybody Three. else? Okay. One. Nope. So the two ladies, actually, who were kind of dealing with Jacob over here as he starts approaching this this. Uh, set up man, this one of the hands of the circus. Copper. It's a copper. He goes, very well, very well. I am. It's not uncommon for the local constable to come and check things out, make sure everything is okay. Pull the geek back out of the tent. And he walks on and he goes outside and he starts, you know, he, the tent flap shuts. Cyrus is staying there. Everyone's kind of looking, you know, looking around. Um, what do you guys want to do? I mean, you, ha you have a couple minutes before. Jacob comes back. If you wanted to talk to him, you could speak among yourselves, keep continue the investigation somehow, or actually you say that um, Max has communicated with us telepathically, right? So he can yep. heard Max talk. I'll, I'll go find Max in between the shows. And okay. I actually want to stop and ask him, you know, you know, what was the hesitation all about? Because that was a little disconcerting. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't think a whole lot of it at the time, but you know, what's going on. So, okay. Anybody else doing anything uh, outside of the big tent? Uh, Mercy? I am going to go be just small and adorable and unobtrusive and totally listen in to what that cop is saying. All right. Anyone else? Yeah. I'm just going to, yeah. you know, I'm going to blindly, haha, stumble in. See what I can scope out. Okay, got it. So we've done this act a couple times, yep. I'm thinking. So I'll hang back like I'm looking for Mercy until I see that she's in hot water and then I'll rush up and find her. Okay. <clears throat> and Sophie, you're just getting yourself set up? Yeah, I'm going to um, stretch and then probably get changed, do makeup, do all that stuff. 
yeah, you go over the music with the with the uh, the orchestra pit, you know, whatever they have like, and they really don't have a full orchestra. They have like eight or nine musicians. They've got a hurdy gurdy guy, you know. So the, anything that you're doing that's a little bit more on the classical or the the high end side, it's probably going to sound a little squeeze box. Uh, it's going to be it's not going to be as beautiful as if you were in you know High Garden or one of the great theaters, but it's still it, it provides. You know, he's got he's got a big drum. They can they can do some things. So you're going over all that. So. We'll first start with the police officer. So Jacob goes out and into this, you know, into the area. And again, the circus is moving. It's like 60, 70 people now. Uh, some of the acts are helping out where they can. Cook's already got food on for the afternoon feed before, because performers normally eat early and then they'll just eat cold things like, you know, venisons or whatever they have uh, just to snack late at night after the performances. Cause the shows don't get out till about 11. Uh, so they're going to feed you now. And then when the, punters start really showing up as the sun starts to go down a little bit that's when you know they would feed you upon that one but but you hear this conversation with mosley mm -hmm. as he comes up he says um mustache southern gentleman he says um i'm not sure who you mean sir but i i, I assure you we, we my performers would never no sir i'm sorry sir but it's very very simple the tinker reported that there was an incident sir and i just need to take the man down and, and talk to him he says, well, the only mustache that I th can think of is, is Cyrus Boone, if you're talking. But Cyrus is a gentleman, a, a very good salt-of-the-earth type. Nothing. I, he would not accost anyone. I, I, I think you must be mistaken. Well, sir, that's up for me to decide, but I will be asking him to come along with me. We don't want to row from you carny folk. You know how it is. Uh, just need to make sure that everything's put to order. And if I find nothing amiss and the tinker was willing to discuss this out with the gentleman, I'll be more than glad to return him to your show. So Jacob Mosley looks to the two of you kind of like, you know, have you seen Cyrus? He was inside the Big Ten a moment ago. He was hanging. He was by Sophie. He was looking around doing some stuff. Uh, he, you can either attempt to get him out or fetch him for the police officer. But remember, local heat is never something you probably want. Uh, not sure you want to turn him over for an assault, but the tinker kind of when he pushed him around inside the tavern and gave him some shit, mentioned it to the police officer. And of course, anything having to do with the circus, mm -hmm. they feel it's odd, different. They don't want to, you know, so they tend to look into these things a little closer. Mm. Uh, I guess I can go look for him. Well, you're going to find him. Are you going to tell him to run or are you going to bring him out to Mosley? Oh, I'm going to tell him to run. <laughs> <laughs> so so the keeper has just given their first choice where they said, it's not good when somebody doesn't listen. <laughs> Fine. That's good. Love it. <laughs> um, coppers are bad. <laughs> All right. So well, the ladies. May maybe we can be a bit more. Perhaps we could be a bit more rational about this. Who are you speaking to? Are you speaking to the, the officer or are you speaking to uh, Yasina? Um, to Yasina. Like, you know, it. Cyrus didn't actually do anything. He was just like, get out of here, man. It, nothing actually happened. This is going to blow over. We're going to look like we're like we're nice, you know good old salt of the earth freak people and we're just here to put on a show and we'll roll out of town in a few days 
Because right. if it word, if the cop puts two and two together, that a big old mustachioed guy also went and did an autopsy, I feel like that would be a problem. So maybe we just give the man what he wants. It's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Uh, I totally was like doing other things today. I totally wasn't doing an autopsy. Unsanctioned on some random man. I I will go tell I okay I can go tell Cyrus mm-hmm. and uh, that he's here uh, and ask him if he'll go. But mercy, I mean, usually when people come knocking at your door, they just want to burn down your house. Eastern um. European. <laughs> <laughs> The philosophy of Eastern Europe. Thank you. In in in, in this instance, um, have have I seen people's houses and more get burned down before? I'm I'm not saying I haven't, um, dear one. I, I I'm merely thinking that maybe today we proceed with a little bit of caution we've just arrived and we've already done some rather wild things but you know hey who am i you're older it's just my just <laughs> um okay. what what do you mean i said okay yeah she said okay all right so you oh. seen it's going to be up to you uh, Mercy's given you, a, as you're walking to the tent, she had this dialogue. Uh, you are standing, you, you're the one who approaches um, Cyrus. Cyrus. And, and as he gets, as he sees you come and he's like, there looks to be a might bit of trouble on your face, child. What is the problem? So there's a cop here to see you about the tinker outside of the inn. Um, <sighs> I, yeah. Um, I was going to come tell you to run away, but some of the other folks thought that maybe it's a good idea for you to go with him and keep him busy. Well, I'm only going to say this to you, Yasina, because I think that you are aware of my predicament. Should the clock strike late into the evening, I will begin to possibly molt. So the situation would be that that would be a fairly bad thing to have happen while in custody. So if it's all the same with you and Miss Mercy... Mm. I'm going to skedaddle. <laughs> so he's like, I gotta go. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, I haven't seen I you. I forgot about um, the molding. <laughs> he so Cyrus Boone um is really built to take damage. He's kind of that guy who can take a beating, but his skin sheds every so often like a snake. So Cyrus Boone. He's not sure if it's going to be tonight. It's so many, every, like it's at between two and four nights at a, and then it, by the fourth night, it definitely comes off. So um, his wounds come back quicker. He can regenerate some damage, but he's saying to you, if, if it happens tonight and I'm in prison, it's a, it's not meant for the faint of heart. Like I gotta, I really, so I can, I can have him question me as long as I can, you know, make sure that we have a way of getting me out. Should I need to stay longer than, for instance, 1 a.m.? Uh, okay. Um, I'll do what you think is best, but I right. I would prefer to be fleet of foot. Okay. Hmm. Well, uh, we can 
break you out. Um, take Robin and put him in your pocket just in case we need an extra set of hands. <laughs> in case I do, sweet child? Oh, we do. I, we do. I don't. <laughs> we do. <laughs> Robin, be a gentleman, please. Hmm. In my pocket. <laughs> Um, all right. So yeah, you, you know, he says, if we've got Robin, if you're willing to do the catatonic sleep, you know, while that happens, you can get me out. You know, this isn't the tightest jail ever. I mean, it's a single cell. It's a Barney Fife situation, basically for those, you know, those watching or listening. Uh, but so, mm -hmm. but still it, it would be an incarceration. So, but he does go out, uh, much to Jacob Mosley's, you know, he kind of takes a sigh of relief because Jacob knows Carney's right. I mean, he's been part of this circus for years. He's the ringmaster. Oh, you're looking for one of my people. <laughs> it's like they went that way. Uh, but no, he comes out and he says, sir, I'm can ask you a few questions here. And depending on your answers, I may or may not need to have you speak with the tinker in town and make some uh, apologies, sir, because it seems, and they go into this, di this dialogue. All right. So over to Steiner, Steiner, you, um, you make your way to Max. He mm -hmm. is, off the cart, um, one of the hands, you know, he, Max gives this kind of keeps shaking his head until they hook him off and then he'll walk away and get oats and things, mm -hmm. do what he needs to do. So he obviously gave the symbol, I'm ready to go. And when he wants to be hooked up, he backs into the slot of the, uh, what do they call that? The harness, right? I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And then he would be hooked up. But for now, he's off, you know, he's just kind of standing there chewing his food. Yeah. So as to not draw too much attention myself, I'm going to grab a brush from uh, the hand, let him know, just go on for a little bit. Uh, I'll right. take care of this. And okay. I'll walk up and I'll just gently brush him and, and, you know, act like I'm talking to him like an animal, but ask, is there something wrong? You've always been the kind one, Steiner. <laughs> You're very good to me. My old age, my old bones, it feels... <clears throat> Delightful rubbing a brush against my skin. Glad I could help. Um, what? Uh... The the field. There's tremendous energy around that house. Tremendous energy throughout the whole town, but it was focused for a period of time. I didn't know if you all were in trouble. I felt a psychic cry, hmm. as if something lashing out made my way there when i saw you all were safe i i felt relief but i don't think i don't think this town has revealed all of her secrets yet there's more out there but something I, dark and foreboding i'm gonna pull out the roman coin just out of my pocket and kind of put it close to one of his eyes real fast palming it so a good one potentially. <laughs> oh other side Hang on. I had to go at like stand, you know, yeah. stand really far away from to get both eyes. But uh, do you recognize that this, does this, does this have any meaning? Does this, does this bear any psychic impression? I'm, I'm looking for words. I don't know what to ask him specifically. So he says, smell more than sea. Hmm. Smell the river. It's, it's in, it was in the river. Not long ago? Yes, uh, very recent. Years <laughs> it's spent washed in its brackish waters. 
And uh, I found it in the belly of the doctor that died. It was, uh, uh, it was amongst his remains. So, all right. Um, I'm going to make sure that I finish up with him, mm -hmm. um, help him back into the harness. Um, okay. I think I got what I needed. So he just, he was just simply worried about us. You paused out on me for a second, but. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was worried he was about you. Yeah. Worried. And, and he heard some sort of psychic cry, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, something, something that gave him a moment's pause, mm. but he felt that the, the, the field and the, that house specifically at that moment yeah. still had something in it maybe, or whatever yeah. is out there was lurking nearby. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we need to go back to that farm. All right, that's that just confirmed my suspicions. So I'll back him in or help him back in once he's finished, and I'll wrap up and just hopefully in time to start to see the show, so I can. Yeah, see um, by time uh, everything starts to settle in, it's now you know it's it's end of day. Uh, people have eaten; they're starting to make their way here. Child, young children. It's a weeknight. It's not going to be the biggest performance yet, but it's it's a kickoff, so they want to do something exciting. Uh, they do have a few fireworks that they'll set off at the end just to kind of let everybody in the town go, oh, no, they, they use, you know, not the greatest stuff. But again, it's Kleiner's. He's not made of money. <clears throat> the uh, the sideshow performers, though, I've, I've already starting to they're doing Hawks. They're doing three card Monty with the locals. There's um, a woman telling fortunes. You can buy a ticket for that for, a, you know, for a penny. She's pretty decent. The, the, the situation around the park, though, is is always been. Uh, it, it comes to life and there's several different organs that, you know, and, and machines that they have to generate a lot of sound. <clears throat> uh, there's balloons being handed out to the children as they come in. And, you know, <clears throat> again, it's for a penny, you get three balloons. So kids are walking around with all these balloons and, and laughing. <clears throat> I don't know viewers what it is about children and balloons. I find them one of the most evil concoctions ever made. <laughs> um, if they break, kids scream. If they don't get them, they scream. It's like there's no good time for the balloon except maybe that first 10 minutes. The string goes out of their hand. They're screaming. I just think they're heinous things, but it's a circus. There's balloons. I'm uh, 27 years old, and I'm still scared of popping balloons. <laughs> popping them or just receive? Like if somebody handed you a balloon, would you be afraid or just? No, it's but the moment that they pop, I'm just like, I'm like, yeah. hit the deck. <laughs> well you live in such a rough area out here in farmville so when guns go off i'm sure that must make you think there's drive-by hunting <laughs> oh look there's skeet shooting it's the deer the deer getting their revenge yeah yeah i don't you know what and in today's world you're right and who knows i mean look again unfortunately maine it's terrible places right now things are just crazy all over so uh, our hearts and thoughts go out to the people in Maine for that terrible tragedy today. Uh, all right. So, yeah, the circuit, like I said, the circus going off. By about 7 o'clock, the, the place is really starting to hop with what it can for Chippy Norton. You probably got 60, 70 people. You do get some weird looks. The people that are giving the weird looks of, like, the owner of the pub, um, they're not happy that you're here because obviously mm -hmm. no one's coming to the pub to drink while there's a circus mm -hmm. in town. They want to see that the first couple nights. Um, and they start looking at the, like they have po your posters and then they put them in what order people are going to be uh, participating and doing their shows in. <clears throat> uh, tomorrow night, it's going to be Steiner. Then it's going to be, you know, uh, Yasina and, and then Mercy's going to be on one night. Cyrus Boone, they actually moved him down. He was supposed to go next, but 
Jacob Mosley thought it'd be better to start advertising Steiner first because he's not sure what's going on with with uh, Cyrus and and his whole situation. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, so that's going off. Hawkers, callers, um, people doing number tricks, you know, from memory up. I believe you have the number, the card, the third card, you know, the three of clubs. <clears throat> all that stuff is happening all over the circus. You do, though, what's nice about this is it does bring certain, it brings the whole, pretty much the whole town into the location uh, that you have. So if you remember from the the news articles and clippings, <clears throat> several things that were that were out there that were part of the problem was that the, the uh, let me see, it was Marcus, uh, da, 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 da. who was the, what was the name of the two towns? Uh, the, the two, the people that had the farm that with the drowned ca uh, cattle. That uh, was... So there was Alfred Cummings. Yeah. He was the doctor. The doctor. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. And let me see. Oh, Marcus uh, the... Briggs, right? Marcus Briggs. Marcus yeah. Briggs. It was the Briggs. The Briggs Farm. Yeah. Yep. The Briggs Farm. So uh, Marcus Briggs and, you know, it, it doesn't take long. You, There's not that many people renamed twice. So in, you know, in this whole town of a couple hundred, if you hear, hey, Marcus, you're probably, <laughs> hey, Marcus, you're probably thinking Briggs, uh, especially mm -hmm. since you had a general idea that he was about 31 years old, according to the newspaper article. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't take long for your eyes and ears around the circus to pass along to your team that Marcus Briggs and his young pretty wife, Nettie, are among the crowd, that they're moving about the crowd. They are here. And they were the ones, like I said, that lost the cattle that night in the first attack that kind of seemed to bring Max in this direction. Yep. Okay. Other people are here. Are There's a pastor that's walking around. He speaks to Mosley. Uh, kind of does, yeah, there's some business going on there maybe. Like maybe he's inviting Mosley and your people to, for a special service or he'll do one for them on Sunday morning. So lots and lots of craziness and chaos, okay? Uh, Sophie, you're going to be going on in a few moments, so we'll see what happens there. Uh, does anybody want to do anything else or try to, like Steiner, do you want to slip away to the farm? Are you looking to get, I, mean, I don't know. It's up to you. What do you guys want to do? Well, no. Uh, I don't think I need to slip away to the farm, but uh, I did hear that Marcus and Nettie are here, right? Yep, yep. Okay. Um Maybe if I can slip in next to them, I want my uh, I want my rifle in hand, uh, and I, I'm going to ask him something, so that I think will give us uh, an appropriate amount of cover for us to go there tomorrow. Oh, okay, excellent. Yeah. All right, anybody else doing anything or moving around trying to meet some of the people of Chippy Norton? Uh, yeah, I'm not going to meet anybody from Chipping Norton because I'm pretty shy, but. I will uh, kind of take Mercy by the elbow because I believe you were wanting to um, kind of circle the crowd. Thank you, Betty. That was just what I was going to say <laughs> um, because my act is in a few days. I want to go and absorb all the info from the locals to mm -hmm. make my show better. I need to get okay. my little info gather session. Yep, that's why they never put you first, Mercy, is so that you have time to kind of be out in the crowd listening to people talk, get children's names, family names, things like that. So yeah, so Mercy, is, if, again, viewers, if you haven't, if you missed the intro video, go back and watch that. It gives you a lot of information about people's powers. Mercy's power. Mercy, you want to explain it? Uh, sure. So Mercy is um, possessed by a vason, a spirit, and that spirit gives her... Um, 
impeccable memory. Just unparalleled. She remembers everything she ever hears. Everything she's ever, you know, been told, learned, rumors, gossip on the street. She can remember it. So she does a mentalism show. And Cyrus helps her with the show. So audience members, it'll be, ask her a question. She's the smartest girl in the world. She knows everything. Is my wife cheating on me? And yeah, I heard it the night before from the milkman's wife that he's that she's sleeping with her cousin's brother. It's a whole thing. So yeah. Okay. Stuff like that. Uh, also excellent. like math, history, facts, things like that. Okay. So yeah, uh, Yasina and Mercy are moving around through the, the crowd. Uh, why don't we start with Steiner and then we're going to jump over to Sophie here real quick to start descri describing her act. Uh, Steiner, what are you trying to do and how are you trying to approach the Briggs, uh, Marcus and Nettie? Uh, wait to see if they take a seat. And if they do, I want to sit right next to him. I want to kind of just slide into the, onto the bench, even if I have to be a little pushy about it. Mm -hmm. uh, excuse me, excuse me. You know, very, very prim and pop proper. Um, I'm going to ask him if I can't borrow his fields to practice my shooting tomorrow before the show. All right. So yeah. he sits there and you can, yeah. He, he looks over and he says, um, Mr. Briggs, uh, correct? That's right. Yes. Briggs. Hi, uh, Steiner Broom. Uh, you know, I'll be very polite about it. Um, I was hoping that uh, I heard you had a, a, a large amount of land and uh, I have a trick shot show. Uh, I'd like to warm up before the show. For the price of admission for tomorrow's show, would you be willing to let me borrow a parcel of your land so I could shoot in peace and ensure that uh, I don't hit anything important? Oh, wouldn't that be nice, Marcus? The price, shut it. I didn't want to come to this damn thing tonight. Sure don't need your kind in my field, sir. I I apologize. I, I always ask beforehand just to ensure I would make sure that no livestock was in sight. Are you making a fucking joke of me? No, my sir. livestock were already killed, sir. I told you we shouldn't be here, Nettie. Grabs her by the hand and tries to yank her out of her seat. I'm... <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping I could drag something out of him, but okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, I, you know, I, I'm going to follow him out, and I'm going to be super apologetic about it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and and I'll try to, I'll try to recover the situation best I can. So, all right. So why don't we go ahead and make a, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, okay, make a manipulation and empathy roll, please. Yeah, all right. Here's my two dice. All right. God damn, Steiner. We gotta get you on the physical track. <laughs> Come on, Ooh. Steiner. How about you hit him you with your gun? Talk. Not the talker. <laughs> you know what, you son of a bitch? Yeah. Nothing. 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 Zero. I'm out. Nothing. He Mercy, you and uh Yasina see him pull her forcefully from the tent. Mm. And you're so you're coming around moving through the crowd. The rest of the crowd mm. kind of stops. The pastor who was talking to Jacob Mosley, he stops and he goes, Marcus! And as he says that, you see Marcus pull his hand back, and this guy comes running out of nowhere and just tackles him. Just boom! And then he goes, Nick, don't! Don't! You make it worse! And these two guys start a Donnybrook right in front of the tent. Just boom, 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 just beating on each other. I'll lean over and start describing it to Mercy. Um. <laughs> wow! That is the coldest <laughs> shit! All right, wow. so this guy just came out of nowhere about 26 years old. Whooped him back. Oh, that was a big uppercut. 
She goes into her best aura. Her best. Wow. What was the name um, of the uh, guy who did the Muhammad Ali fights? <laughs> Howard Cosell. <laughs> wow, maybe I won't need to perform wow. tonight. This is entertainment right. itself. That's yeah, I'm gonna wow. I'm gonna give um, it like the initial like uh, I, I'm I don't want to yell for help immediately because <laughs> I'm hoping that we will overhear something. So I'm gonna give it a pause, like a a quick <laughs> one, two, three, four, five count. Yep. So Nick screams out, "I'm never gonna let you put your hands on her again." Hmm. And okay. these two are going hmm. at it with at, the pastor is actually trying to hold Jacob. Most Jacob doesn't want damage, doesn't want anybody hurt. The pastor's holding him back, and he's like, it's better you don't get involved, sir. This is not the first time this... He's like, no, we cannot have that here. Excuse me, sir. And he pushes the pastor out of the way. This would be where Cyrus would be helpful. Mm. I mean, because he's a bigger dude, right? He's a fighter. He's kind mm -hmm. of a puncher. But um, yeah. Mercy, you get... You're hearing... An, you know, all of this, and you're picking up that Nick Vance, uh, somebody screams, get him, Vance! You know, that, that. so Marcus Briggs is not popular in town. And Steiner, you notice Be uh, Nettie's face has definitely got, like, the mm. remnants of a, a shiner that's going away. Mm. So this yeah. is obviously a bad thing that's been going on between the two of them for some time. And yeah. Nick, Nick Vance seems to be a suitor or somebody who really cares for Nettie. And it's just now he's just beating them up. So the, the hands come running. Mosley calls for help and they start pulling everybody off. You know, they start getting them separated. Yep. Yep. All right. So, so I'll, I'll go over to Nettie. Um, she's in tears. And and I'm just, uh, it's okay. It's okay. Here, would you, would you like me to get you a cup of tea? Maybe you could sit down and, and gather yourself before you. <laughs> Don't. Oh, oh, come here, come here. Let, let me just, oh, that's it. Men are awful. They're awful. <laughs> I'm just going to hug her. <laughs> Except for Steinar. She says, <laughs> it's my fault. Yeah. Oh, it's, my, it's no. my fault. I never should have, I, I never should have let Nick into the, into the house and then he blames me and he's right I should, I'm not the good wife I'm just not a good wife oh you are uh, uh, I'll look for Steiner does Steiner normally carry like a flask I'm sorry what What are we, were you asking you if I carry carry a flask no I'm not a oh, drinker you're useless. Okay. Sorry. Uh, again if I was actually <laughs> at the performance I might have been able to provide you with both a flask and a fist for that fucking guy, but yeah, exactly. unfortunately, yeah. I am still at the police yeah. station um, being questioned about the particulars of this afternoon. Yeah, I'll just you need to calm down. I tell you what, let's let's just sit down, let's catch our breath, dry your eyes, we'll get you safely back to your house. But let's just knife. Boom! Bryce pulls a knife. Okay. All right. Rifle's Here we coming. go, Steiner. We're going to make this, we're going to end this in a positive. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to pull the rifle out. This is going to get broken up right now. Kill him! <laughs> you, you hear the 14-year-old Puritan blind girl scream. <laughs> Kill him! <laughs> <laughs> Kill him. 
if that don't get the hackles raised on everybody's head, they're like, the blind girl went, what the shit? (laughs) I I didn't say anything. Yeah, boy, the hell you didn't kill him. Where's all right, Snyder? Are you proof? aiming for the knife? Or are you aiming for the man? I'm aiming for the knife, and I'm going to use one of my two tonight. I don't have a show tonight, right? Just to no. be clear. All right, yeah, I'm going to use one of my two, right. and I'm going to make sure I hit that and just just knock Ooh. that right out of his hand. All right, <laughs> an amazing just knock it out of his knock- mitt. Yeah, through a crowd of people. Um, oh. If we do a movie scene where it like zips into Steiner and then we do like a run cam, just <laughs> the whole length of the shot until you see the the bullet on you know the 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 bullet hit it, knocked the the knife out of his hand. When the knife goes out of his hand, that's Vance's that's Vance's cue to give him another one. Like he comes in like you're gonna stick me. <laughs> he gives yeah. him another big shot. They hold him, they pull them back, they're taking them, you know, they're they're tying what's it Marcus brings up. Nettie's hysterical. Vance has got a bloody nose, but they're going to take the three of them away and then bring them down to the station, which will give Cyrus. I mean, that they're now a much bigger problem than Cyrus seems to have been with just a verbal harassment. Ooh. So we'll see what happens there. All right. So inside the big tent, lights are going up. People are moving in. Everything's uh, everybody's the crowd is gathering. The, uh, the music is going off. They have not backed Barbaletto's cage into the big tent yet. However, uh, the detached man is already sitting on a chair waiting for his cue to start. He's at one end of the stage and uh, Sophie's in the middle with the tightrope walker up above. So Sophie, real quick before we end, because we only got a minute or two here, why don't you just describe your outfit to, to us and then we'll go into how it works all next time we get together. So just give us a little description of it, please. Sure. So um, she's in that classic ballerina, like the the tutu, like just in that um her hair is very it's pulled back um really slicked back she's got heavier makeup on like stage makeup um and i will say she's in um not like a super small box she's in kind of like a normal size box and it's decorated to look like a a music box okay so the crowd can't see her yet but she's nestled in there so they kind of wheel that into the center of the, the yeah. ring. And it'll it opens up um sort of like there's um like a pulley attached. So off stage, um the front of it gets kind of pulled off to reveal her and she'll come out. Okay. Is there a big piece of like mirrored glass behind her, sort of like the ballerinas would be in a in a jewel case in a, like in a yeah in a jewelry box? It, it's meant exactly. It's meant to look like a jewelry music box. Okay. All right, that's excellent. All right, so that gets wheeled in by the by the regular the members. Um, Maritza starts making her climb up, you know, up the very shaky wire ladder that is, you know, the kind of tightrope people use to get up and down. I wouldn't climb on that ladder anyway, let alone go up there and walk on the damn thing. But because it's always that, you know, what I'm talking about that one that kind of goes left and right. But somehow they do it gently. I, I have no coordination with that. But all that's being set up. the The crowd is probably about 250 people, which is a I would say just better than average size for Kleiner's tent. He could probably hold about 450, 500 max um, with that. And that's every space taken, right? But these bleachers are pretty, pretty filled up. They have these bleachers that they can bring up and down. And as I said, the lights come on and Mosley comes in. He's trying to get himself calmed down, but he's like, that was an amazing shot, Steiner. Thank God that you have that. I have an eagle, sir. I have an eagle. Took that knife right. Did you see that? And everyone's like, oh yeah, yeah. And they're patting Steiner on the back. 
uh, the people that are still outside. But everyone's now funneling in. Mosley's giving his speech. You know, come on, come on. About it. Yeah, are you? Are you really super modest about it? <laughs> Chris, are you? Uh, is Steiner super modest about it? Oh yeah, no, no, I'm super modest about it. Always super modest about it. I don't actually want to draw too much attention to it on purpose. Right. So yeah. okay, yeah. it was nothing. Yeah, it was nothing. And <laughs> come by tomorrow, see the show. Right, uh, our our wonderful Sophie will be starting soon. However, oh, can't wait to get a look at that one. And everyone, again, these are people that don't see a lot of culture. Mm. So Sophie's dress is French. It looks different. There's not a lot of ballet in the, you know, in York, the, the York, in the Yorkshire area and, you know, Chippy Norton. So there's some crass comments from some of the younger men, but it's all about the performance, right? That's what's going to be exciting. Um, but they do, they, they turn the regular, the, the bigger lights down. They, they, you know, they start snuffing them out because it's all gaslit or torches and they start getting it so that just the, 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 the torches around the, the center stage area of the center, the ring is the ones that are left, you know, burning. And uh, Jacob Mosley begins to walk in and he says, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Kleiner's Cravenarium. We are here to serve you. And everyone's like, eh, they're clapping. And he says, and tonight, first we have our clowns and our trained poodle act before the main show, which we will bring to you shortly. But still, let's hear it for. And he starts introducing the clowns. And that's where we'll end it for tonight. So we will be back next week with Sophie's performance and what happens in the circus on night one of their performance here in Chippy Norton. But from all of us here at the Bardic College, we want to say thank you for watching. Stay tuned. We're going to find out what happened with Cyrus. We're going to find out what made Max so concerned by the farm. And will Marcus Briggs ever forgive, be able to become a better person and stop slapping his wife around like, you know, a ragdoll, which is really not fair. So we'll find all that out next time. Until then, good night, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> good night.